Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about Uncle Sam. So grab your political cartoon and let's get civical. Everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Wallentowski. And we're. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. You know, it's that weird part of the year that's still summer alike. Uh, that it's like a hundred degrees outside it's and it's like September. hundred degrees outside. We're in the middle of a heat wave. It's the middle of a heat wave, but like the pumpkins are out. Mm-hmm. Apple picking is starting to happen. Yeah. You like want to get cozy, but it's 95 you, degrees outside. But it's 95 degrees. So you're like, yeah. I want to get cozy, but please don't touch me. But I can't stop sweating. <laughs> I can't stop sweating. The boob sweat is still real. Yes. It's quite hot and... You know, or just it's past labor, like labor days over, you know, like we're in the school year, even though we're not yeah. in school, but we're mentally in the school year. Yeah, yeah. I feel as I'm though I'm not in our... school anymore. I'm done with school. I You're done with school, school for the I'm first time in your entire forever. life. <laughs> forever. You? Forever. New, like house rule, we're putting at least, a, you got to stay out of school for three years. <laughs> three years. House rule. House rule. House rule here at Let's Get Civical. Arden cannot go to back to school within the next three years. Oh my God. You're going to be out in I the don't world. Ever. I'm done. She's done. She's done. She's an educated woman. Mm-hmm. I, not so much. I, but I also will not be going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nearly as many degrees as Arden has, and that's okay. And that's okay. But today we're doing this. This is all you. Were you just feeling a little, you wanted to be a little fun? <laughs> I wanted to be a little fun. I guess I was still feeling like, uh, you want to easy a little breezy. Remnants of, a little easy breezy, a little easy breezy. Um, it is his anniversary. Oh, it of, is? Of, uh huh. Um, September, yesterday, September 7th, this is his anniversary. I guess I was also still feeling a little bit like, uh, it's still kind of my birthday, like Labor Day, <laughs> patriotic. Hell yeah. Round up, it's still your birthday. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really know anything about the story of Uncle Sam. Sure. So I, I, I oh. as well. I just know the. I just know the, the photo. We want you. We want you. We want you. 
Yeah. So, of course, we're doing an investigation today. Who is he? Who is Uncle Sam? Who in gosh darn is Uncle Sam? Who he? Who is he? Because he's someone. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to pose for that cartoon. <laughs> Somebody did. Somebody made him up. Somebody made him up. Somebody made him up. And we're going to find out who, why, when, and how. So buckle up and let's learn together. But before we do, do you want to talk about today's sources? Oh, sure. I would love to. Oh, so there's four today. Oh, my gosh. I know. So the first one is the National Museum of American History, which is not to be confused with the Museum of National History in New sure. York. It's totally different. Two different sure. things. Um, so the one that we are using is the National Museum of American History. American History. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is this museum? I want to go. Oh, I actually is it I in DC? It feels like it's in DC. It feels very DC. National. It feels so DC. They're open every day from ten to five thirty. Okay. Admission is free. Admission Where? is free. Where? <laughs> um. Oh, very DC. Of course. DC. Of course. Of course. Constitution of course. Avenue. Oh, oh my God. Of Constitution course. Constitution Avenue. Bury me there. Mm-hmm. Spread my ashes around Constitution Avenue. That's where I want to be. That's it. That's it. Love that source. Avenue. Yep. Second source is National Geographic, Nat Geo. Mm. Of course. History.com. Obviously. Where I got the idea. Obviously. And then an article by George Morris from The Advocate. They had some fun facts about Uncle Sam. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Great sources. Yeah. Well, let's just do a quick little overview and talk about and simply answer the question, who is he? Who is Uncle Sam? For those of you who don't know, for our international friends who are like, what is all this about? Who is Uncle Sam? I'm about to tell you. So Uncle Sam has been a long standing symbol of American patriotism. His image has been used by the United States government in a number of different ways, from food stamps to military recruiting posters to magazines and newspaper cartoons. I feel like I only know him as we want you to join the The U.S. Army. Yeah. Yeah. But he is also, but I also like know that he exists in these other ways. Mm -hmm. I feel like the most infamous one is we want you. We want you. We want you. Yeah. Pointing the finger in case like you didn't understand that he when he said you he, he means you you so let's talk about the lore the lore Uncle Sam come Ooh. from he actually came from new york obviously <laughs> so there are several theories about where he comes from but the most cited origin story traces uncle sam back to a man in troy new york oh my gosh i know sam wilson delivered meat packed in barrels to soldiers during the war of 1812 Wilson was a well-liked and trustworthy man in Troy, and local residents called him Uncle Sam. I do love that one of the theories is that he was just some guy. Yeah, just Sam who delivered meat. Yeah. This dude who just becomes a part of our, like, vernacular zeitgeist Mm -hmm. without us knowing it. It's just some guy who's, like, doing a job, and now suddenly it's, like... He's like, oh, that I'm, guy. Just a, I'm like, it's just a meatpacking guy. Just, just a meatpacking guy. Leave yeah. me be. I'm, I live in Troy. 
Yeah, but they liked him so much they called him Uncle. Uncle Sam. Uncle. Uncle yeah. Sam. Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. The meat guy. The meat guy. So when people around town saw those supply barrels marked U.S. They obviously assumed the letters meant Uncle Sam. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> people be dumb. People be dumb. Even back then, people be dumb. People be dumb. People be dumb. And the soldiers adopted the same thinking. So oh, rather, man. it's not for the war. It's not the war. It's for Sam. It's not that the meat was supplied by the United States. No, no, no. No, it's no, no. Uncle I Sam's meat. Can you imagine Sam, like, getting all these packages being like, what the fuck is all this? What is all this? I don't order this. Send it back. Send it back. In reality, Wilson had labeled the barrels U.S. for the United States. And so the two ideas merged. Uncle Sam became a symbol for the United States of America. Just because he was writing U.S. on stuff for yeah. the U.S. I mean, could you try a little less hard <laughs> to make a name for yourself? Truly? Literally just, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Have you ever seen that TikTok of a kid? I think he's at a hockey game. And the camera keeps cutting to his face. And every time it cuts to his face, the crowd gets louder and louder to the point where if it cuts to anybody else's face, it's like on the Jumbotron, they boo until it cuts back to the little kid and then they start screaming again. No. I'll send you the TikTok. Because I don't have a TikTok. Oh, I'll send you the video. Okay. It's this. It's this of just people just deciding that Uncle Sam is the greatest thing in the arena and Uncle Sam being like, okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. Yeah, sure, people, sure, sure. In the late 1860s and 1870s, political cartoonist Thomas Nast began popularizing the image of Uncle Sam. Nast continued to evolve the image, eventually giving Sam the white beard and stars and stripes suit that are associated with the character today. So... The Uncle Sam that these people knew, like the the meat guy, the guy yeah. who would like bring them meat, wasn't the Uncle Sam that we think of, like the right. we want you yeah, right. guy with the beard they, and like, the suit. He was like a brunette. With yeah, the, pro- you know, or like had no mustache. Hair. Right, right, yeah. He could have been a blonde. 20 years younger. Yeah. He could have been a hot assassin. Oh, man. Man. I know. I bet OG Uncle Sam was hot. Mm-hmm. Lifting mm-hmm. all that meat every day. Mm-hmm. 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 Or he could have been a Ben Franklin type. Sure. Stallion in the sheets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The German-born Nast was also credited with creating the modern image of Santa Claus, which oh. I did not know. I didn't know that I kept either. in here because that's hella interesting. Sure. Right? That's a fun fact in the midst that's of a fun facts. Fun fact. I know. He also came up with the donkey as a symbol for the Democratic Party and the elephant as a symbol for the Republicans. Thomas Nass fucking doing work. Was there no other cartoonists in, no, in this really, time period? No, it was just him. It was just him. And he's coming up with all crazy kinds of shit that like we still use today. Oh, my God. How is his estate not the richest estate in the entire world? I don't know. And how do we not know who this guy is? I know. Go off, Thomas Nast. Oh, I know. Nast also famously lampooned the corruption of New York's Tammany Hall in his editorial cartoons and was, in part, responsible for the downfall of Tammany leader William Tweed, alongside former New York City Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia, 
an airport I have recently frequented. I am glad to say it has come around. It rocks now. It rocks Quick now. Sidebar. Thank you LaGuardia so much. Rocks now. The ramen at LaGuardia oh, is fucking on God. point. The food is great. It's so mm-hmm. nice. It's sleek. It's so Everything nice. flows correctly. Driving yes. up to LaGuardia is the easiest thing in yes. the world now. It yes. used to be you were fighting for uh-huh. your life. Yes. To get to the terminal. Fighting yep. for your ever God loving life. Yep. It's great, no. and it proves to you if you invest in infrastructure, yes, it really pays off. Uh huh. It, it pays is truly off. the only airport I fly out of now, unless yep. like for some reason like JFK is just exponentially cheaper. But at this point, I'm just like, no. I'm just gonna go to Laguardia. It's such a it's LaGuardia. such a more pleasant experience. Such a more pleasant experience. Oh my god. Yep. Shout out to Laguardia. Shout out to Laguardia. We figured out the discount long the discount parking lot. Mm-hmm. situation so we can like leave we can drive and leave the car like there normal and airports an, <laughs> and not pay an arm and a leg yeah like yeah, yeah. no it's amazing oh my yeah. god shout out to LaGuardia anyway so but uh but Thomas Nast who created Uncle Sam and apparently Santa Claus and apparently the, <laughs> the donkey Democratic and the donkey and the Republican elephant took down William Tweed who uh in support of Fiorella LaGuardia who uh, ended Tammany Hall and its corruption practices. So we like Fiorella LaGuardia. Love the name. <laughs> love the name. Love your airport. Love your vibe. Trust me, you're going to love this airport. When you you're going to love this airport. <laughs> your wine is a little overpriced. I got it. I say. don't think I've had LaGuardia wine. I mean, it was like. Oh, wait, wine at LaGuardia Airport? Wine at LaGuardia Airport. Oh, I thought you meant that, like, LaGuardia had his own, like, vineyard. I was like, oh, I've never seen a bottle oh, no, no. of The LaGuardia. wine that you purchase at LaGuardia Airport is hella expensive. Well, I mean, it's an airport, Arden. Come on, be reasonable. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're not going to go You're not gonna go to LaGuardia Airport and get, like, an $8, $8 glass of wine. Like, you're going to pay $16 plus, and that's know, just what it expensive. is. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. So let's talk about him, Uncle Sam, as a recruiter. Kind of the most notable, in my opinion, version mm-hmm. of um, Uncle Sam is this yeah. image of Uncle Sam recruiting for the army. So the 1917 recruiting poster of Uncle Sam asking, all caps, you, to join the army is perhaps the most enduring rendition of the national character. The Division of Armed Forces History at the museum, and this is the Museum of American History in Washington, D.C., has the original drawing used to produce these posters. James Montgomery Flagg created dozens of posters for the United States during World War I and II, including this very one. Flagg was an illustrator and artist and originally made this particular drawing of Uncle Sam for the cover of a Newsweekly. The title appearing with the piece was, quote, What are you doing for preparedness? But the recruiting poster for the caption read, quote, I want all caps you for U.S. Army. It's interesting not for the U.S. Army. Right. Like grammatically, I don't like it. No, it's not great. It's not great. I would have edited it, personally. Uncle Sam's striking features, expressive eyebrows, pointed finger, and a direct address to the viewer made this drawing into an American icon. 
the government printed 4 million posters during 1917 and 1918, and the image was used again during World War II. See, in my mind, it was only World War II. This is something I'm learning. Is that I know, yeah. We actually had Uncle Sam for WW1. There are numerous spinoffs of the poster. The combination of the pose and the caption lends itself to variation. I love the, the National I know, I love that the American Museum History Museum calling mm-hmm. it an early version of an internet meme, which is mm-hmm. true. It's so true. It is. It is. It's the 1918 internet meme. Mm-hmm. These new imitative images derive their power from our familiarity with the original poster. For example, an iconic image of Smokey the Bear and Smokey the Bear's famous phrase could be seen as a derivative of Uncle Sam's Forest Service. Oh, yeah, because it's an image of Smokey the Bear and he's mm-hmm. pointing and it only says, you like, can prevent only you fires. can prevent forest fires. Forest fires. Yes, 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 that's right. <clears throat> yeah. All what we're saying is what we're saying is all roads lead to Uncle Sam. All roads. All roads lead to Troy. Uh, all roads. I mean, hey, Kyle's family yeah. hails from Troy. Well, there you have it. And there, and so that's therefore, that's it. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Uncle Sam's official recognition and the reason I chose this topic for yeah. this particular episode. Please, because Uncle Sam was officially recognized by the U.S. Congress. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, as he yeah. should be. Right. Like the real guy, right? Uh, the real guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, g- give him his due. Right. Yeah. So in September of 1961, the U.S. Congress recognized Samuel Wilson as the progenitor, which is a word I've never read nor heard of nor said before in my life, did not no, it existed. I saw that word and I was like, thank God Arden has this one. Because <laughs> I was never going to get progenitor it. or whatever the hell you just said. I don't even know what that means, but I said it and I'm not going to say it again. You'll no. only get it once. Of America's national symbol of Uncle Sam. Wilson died at Is the it age like a play on progeny? Oh, there you go. Whoa. Probably. Which one of us has a master's degree? It's not uh, me. It's, it's me not and me. Not you, and look what you just did. And look what I just did. Look I, what did, you I just did. some context clues. Watch it not have nothing to do with that. I'm not going to look it up. Let's just say You it know does. what? You would be forgiven. You would be forgiven. Wilson died at 87, which is yeah. flipping old for old. the mid-1850s. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. You should study that man. He died at the age of 87 in 1854 and was buried next to his wife, Betsy Mann, in the Oakwood Cemetery in Troy, um, the town that called it the town that calls itself the, quote, home of Uncle Sam. I had no idea. Yeah. I had literally no idea that Troy, New York had such a patriotic history. I had no idea. I'm so happy for it. Yeah. All right, let's end this episode, even though it's kind of been a whole series of these, but we're going to end with, you guessed it, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts about Uncle Sam. So first fun fact, early depictions in publications like Punch and the New York Lantern in the mid-19th century symbolized America as a man, obviously, with striped pants, 
a swallow tailcoat and stovepipe hat, but clean shaven. Mm hmm. What an image. What an image. After the Civil War, political cartoonist Thomas Nast popularized the image of Uncle Sam, eventually giving him the white beard and stars and stripes suit. So we've changed. We so changed. we've changed. We started we changed out, we were just we were just a guy with a tailcoat and some striped mm-hmm. pants. And then Thomas Nast was like, I think I can zhuzh this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a little bit of facial hair. White, obviously, because mm-hmm. red, Let's white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And stars and stripes, We which, by the by... We just did an episode on the Stars and Stripes. We did. Truly, last week. Mm-hmm. So go yep. listen to that if you yep. want to hear the history about the Stars and Stripes. We've been in a very patriotic... I know, very patriotic headspace. Like patriotic... I- really um, different from icons. our like spring, early summer when we were like really heavy into shipwrecks and sure. murders and abductions. I was in a whole vibe. You're in a whole vibe, and now we're an yeah. hour back to our patriotic selves, and who knows where the rest of you, this year is going to take us. I literally have no idea. <laughs> no earthly idea. So I love it. Thomas Nast oh gave him basically a glow up and a costume yep. change. And a costume change. Aged mm-hmm. him a little bit. Gave Aged him like him. a mm-hmm. salt and pepper, you know. I wouldn't call it salt and pepper. He's like pure white. It is pure white. Yeah. It's salt. Yeah. Love it. And it's just salt. There's no It's pepper. just salt. It's just salt. Yeah. So the second fun fact is, and the last fun fact, it's the last fun fact of last the show. One. Last one for today. America's symbol wasn't always a man. Wow. Imagine well, that. I know. I wonder why we got rid of that. I don't know. Before Uncle Sam, there was Columbia. Derived from Christopher Columbus, Columbia was a term used to describe North America and the United States and was the name chosen for the district George Washington carved out for the nation's capital. District of Columbia. Love it. In artwork, Columbia was presented as a woman, though no particular type of dress or appearance became commonplace. Nast used Columbia in several of his editorial cartoons. Sure, Columbia. So maybe if we had been able to dress her and make her, you know, yeah, pop in some way, she would have taken off. Instead, we got she Uncle would have Sam. taken off. Mm-hmm. I bet she was gorgeous. I bet she was gorgeous. I bet she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She probably had like a Greek thing going on. Totally. I mean, I mean, we love Columbia. We love a Greek. We love Greek iconography. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? You tell me. I I believe it is a word. Do you know what else is a word? Say it. What else is a word? Progenitor. Progenitor. Look it up, everybody. Let's see if I was right. Yeah, I mean, it 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 is upsetting that we did not stick with our girly girl. and I mean, honestly, we should also do an episode somewhere down the line on Rosie the Riveter. Oh, yeah. Who kind of like should. became the, to me, the like girl version of Uncle Sam. Yeah. But nonetheless, shout out to Columbia. Shout out to Sam. OG Sam, real human being Sam. Shout out yeah. to Troy, New York for contributing to American history in this very surprising way. We love you. We love you. And to our sweet, sweet listeners, we love you. 
all caps, you, so, so much. And if you liked what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.